The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. The savvy fans have said, you know, boy, Carolina looks good. Look at the record. You know, this isn't some goofy, casual fan. A lot of love for Carolina prior to yesterday. But the pros before yesterday really were not fans of Carolina. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. You heard it. I'm RJ live coast to coast, 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock here in Vegas. We've got an action-packed Friday for you. Friday during football, it means pick Palooza. A lot of picks. So it's a fancy way of saying a lot of picks. Breaking down the biggest football games of the weekend, NFL and college, plus the best bets from the pros who know NFL expert Steve Fezzik and college expert Brad Powers. Some say he has all the college knowledge. Sports bettors listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. Here's my personal promise. We will deliver the Vegas truth to you. Now, I always say you can't have the pros without the Joes. We're going to see Jonas Knox right by those fires. Everything's okay from what I hear, but he had to take care of that, rightfully so. So we'll be an all-pro discussion. Let's get started. First topic, Thursday night football. What a game for the Steelers, Fez. The average fan is going to say, that's that Pittsburgh team I expected. What's your takeaway? My number one takeaway was how good they were in penalties, believe it or not, RJ. They only committed one penalty. Now, let's think about this. The Steelers have all that talent, but they're 
typically are undisciplined, they make mistakes, and they're right at the bottom of the league giving up nine penalties a game. The fact that they could blow out Carolina and we didn't see all the dumb celebration penalties and the undisciplined penalties and they played a complete game, I was super impressed. I think that's a great takeaway because it's more than penalties are bad. It's additionally penalties are indicative of sloppiness, of not being buttoned up, as Colin Cowher would say. Colin, by the way, world premiere exclusive, bottom of the hour, his pick number six. He has his blazing five. We get straight out of Vegas, pick number six, first exclusively bottom of the hour. So it's like, okay, Pittsburgh has a ton of talent, but they're too loose. It's too much shenanigans, too much lack of discipline. You're saying on a short week, especially seeing a very disciplined Steeler team gives you cause for optimism. Absolutely. These are not the Steelers that I'm used to watching, RJ. And they've been playing, and I'm not talking exactly penalties, but the Steelers have been playing very well for a while now. They started, and it's one of those things, the first thing you see sticks with you. Big disappointment, the Steelers early. Obviously, tying the Browns in hindsight looks even worse. And losing to KC doesn't look as bad, but getting beat badly by Baltimore at home looks bad. So at that point, I was down on Pittsburgh, obviously talented. Le'Veon Bell, uh, we can debate, should he be in camp? Shouldn't he? But more importantly, how important do you think he is at this point? Because the replacement outstanding. Yeah, Connor's been playing out of this world. He did get concussed in this game. He should be fine with 10 days to come back. But I would say at this point, bringing Bell back does not even move the needle because I'm concerned about possible locker room issues if he comes back and disruptions. Pregame.com, Steve Fezzik, Brad Powers, I'm RJ Bell. We're straight out of Vegas. Steelers defense. That was the big question mark entering the year. A lot of talent, a lot of youth. I was surprised early on struggling. But, boy, since September, Steelers have not given up more than 21 points. Now, listen, in 2018, it's easy to give up points in the NFL. All those games, 21 or less, yielded. Big thumbs up. Yardage-wise, very good Steeler defense also. Exceptional. The league average right now compared to how the Steelers have been playing the last five games, the Steelers are giving up 90 fewer yards than the league average. That is outstanding. So 90 fewer yards per game since when? During the past five games, so since the end of September. Okay, so it's really turned on. Steelers thumbs up, a lot of optimism. And this is an example where the average fan and the pros are thinking the same way. That was an impressive game. Flip it to Carolina. We're talking Thursday night football recap. Now the Panthers. One, let's give them a little bit of a break, Carolina, because it was a road game on Thursday out of conference. And we talked about it yesterday. In fact, I think if I recall, I had a pick on this game, coast to coast, 200 stations, do we have that pick? But this is Thursday night in front of the world, and Pittsburgh's especially good in primetime games. So, R.J. Bell, I like, and I've bet, Pittsburgh minus three and a half. 
Well, listen, I'm going to I'm going to send a personal direct message to the bookies out there. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. It's true, Fez. We weren't sweating this one, were we, RJ? <laughs> I think we were on it. And one of the things was that out of conference on Thursday is tough for the road team because why? You need to prep for a team you're not familiar with. Road games take away prep time. Also, I think, boy, it's been a debate between the Sharps and, let's say, the savvy fans. The savvy fans have said, you know, boy, Carolina looks good. Look at the record. You know, this isn't some goofy, casual fan. A lot of love for Carolina prior to yesterday. But the pros before yesterday really were not fans of Carolina. Yeah, I had Carolina ranked number 10 in my power rating. So just barely cracking the top 10, certainly not elite in the NFL. And we mentioned just two weeks ago, Carolina hosted at home the Ravens, and Carolina was a three-point underdog at home. Now they're at Pittsburgh short week, and the game closed three in some spots. So all of a sudden, like it happens sometimes, the pros said, oh, man, we were late to the party, but there's still a party going on. Well, party over, at least right now. So a big downturn, I think, in Carolina's perception I will caveat it. That Thursday factor could have been so big. Maybe this game's an aberration. So downgrade for Carolina, but not as much as if this game were on Sunday. That's a great point. And my basic strategy is I try not to dial a team down significantly after they get blown out on Thursday night football on the road. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate. Quote, Des Bryant, let's go over this one quickly. We, you know, obviously we don't wish ill will on anyone. Uh, well, maybe Nazis, right? Yes. You, yeah. If you could have a time machine, Fez, and go back and kill Hitler in his crib. Oh, wait, that's a kind of a philosophy 101. <laughs> Fez would have like a T-shirt with blood on his hands. You know? <laughs> I don't know, RJ. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the game. That said, with Des, we didn't expect anything short-term. We were debating midterm, but if it is an Achilles, if he is out, and it seems like that's the case, doesn't hurt him, the Saints, this week, but it's the absence of a potential addition. Not a good thing, but not a big deal. Agree? Yeah, it does not move the needle at all with any of our betting that we're doing right now. One thought, though, could this be an emotional roller coaster this week with the Saints. And Brad, you're nodding and you do quite well in the NFL. So if anything, maybe a negative this week that they're distracted by all the deaths, the signing, the reaction, now the injury. I totally agree with that. And for the most part, Saints are buttoned up. But let's break down the Saints last week. Huge win at home ending the unbeaten season for the Rams. And then they acquire, I mean, the, the arrows point, pointing even more up, getting Des Bryant something that you needed, a second wide receiver. Yeah, I got to wonder what they're thinking in that locker room. Just the fact that they went through this roller coaster, like RJ said, I think it's a negative. Slightly. And now the Saints playing a fifth road game in seven weeks. Another example where distraction taken away from a road team with normal rest, but 
boy, a lot of road games in the row are tough, especially for a Saints team that isn't as good. Their difference, home road Saints, is one of the biggest differences in the NFL. I'm R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas. At the bottom or at the end of the hour, we're going to all have our best bets. Fez, your very best bet of the week. Brad and mine. One of the games that almost made the cut is probably the biggest NFL game of the week. Seattle, L.A. Rams. Seattle is a 10-point underdog in that game. Fez, what's your handicap? Who do you like? Yeah, and I actually gave this out Tuesday. AWOL, you gave it out for me as my early release play. I was on Seattle, plus 10. Whole lot of reasons to like it. Number one, scheduling. Seattle, a whole lot fresher. Seattle has had a bye this year. Contrast that with the Rams. Four of five games on the road. Yes, they get to play a home game here, but they're distracted this week with the fires going on, and they're also distracted having that showdown in Mexico City. That's huge. That's huge. That's the marquee game of the year, perhaps. Certainly one of them. And when you're a double-digit favorite, you're not used to being a double-digit favorite. The Rams aren't yet. Like the Patriots, like the Steelers, a longtime good team. How much do you give this game to win while saving enough for altitude in Mexico City, which is about fatigue oftentimes? I love Seattle here. I've bet them plus 10. And there's one last concept that applies to this game. You cannot beat Las Vegas playing obviously good teams. Now, you can on a given game, even a random set of 10 games, 20. But long term, if the guy on the street, I call him Freddie Fanny Pack. He's got his fanny pack. He walks down Fremont Street, has a Twinkie deep fried on a stick. He eats it when he's walking. Right, Freddie? Freddie... Loves the Rams. He loves the good teams. Freddie doesn't win. So if you do what Freddie does, how are you going to win? All right. And think about the Rams. Far exceeded expectations so far. Last six games, they've covered once. One winner, five times not winning if you bet the Rams. So it doesn't mean they're going to lose for sure here. But just because the Rams are good certainly doesn't mean they're a good bet. And history certainly says that. And the best example, finally, New England, undefeated year up to the Giants in the Super Bowl. Last nine games, eight and one straight up, New England. One and eight against the spread. Even a team that good couldn't overcome those bad bookies making the good teams expensive. When we come back, we call it the wisest, wise guy guy wisdom. What's that? It's on each game. We're going to give you one thing you can't avoid knowing about if you want to win. We'll be right back. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. This program brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Last year, over 3 million drivers switched to Progressive. Call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or visit Progressive.com today and find out if you could save. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. We bring Vegas to you each weekday, having a lot of fun with it. Right now, on the Strip, 67 degrees, and the neon is pumping. This next segment, guys, 
probably has gotten as much good response as any we've done. It's called the wisest wise guy wisdom. What does it mean? We filter, we consider all the stuff Fezzik says, Brad says, all our network of experts say, and we're going to give you one thing on each of the NFL games. And Fez occasionally will jump in with his two cents. I'm not necessarily saying that's the wisest wisdom. That would be Fez's wisdom. All right, Brad, let's get started. All right, RJ. And we started off with the Jets, a seven-point favorite hosting the Bills. And to me, this is history in the following way. If you have a team in the NFL week four or later with a win percentage below 35%, so why week four or later? Because if you're 0-1, it doesn't tell you much. But if you get into the season, worse than 35% winning percentage, favored by a touchdown or more, only 43% against the spread. 54 winners, 70 losers. Jets meet that criteria. What's the logic? Well, why would such a bad team be favored? Well, because in theory, the other team is even worse. But one of our basic premises It's never as bad as it seems in the NFL. Now, Peterman, he may may prove us wrong in general, but history says you don't want to lay the lumber with the Jets. Next up, RJ, the Falcons, six-point road favorites at the Browns. The Browns are so bad. They're They're worse than we even know, and here's why. Plus 11 on turnovers. That's great. That's the best in the NFL. Nothing helps you win games more than turnovers in the NFL. The other teams that are plus four or better, so the nine other teams good with turnovers after the Browns, who are the best, their record this year, when they don't play each other, right? Because if they play each other, it's going to be one and one. Their record, 50 winners, 13 losers. That's straight up. They won 50 of 63 games. The Browns, who have the best turnovers, are two, six, and one. So it's almost impossible not to win if you get turnovers, but somehow the Browns have found a way to do it. And next we have the Saints, five and a half point favorites at the Bengals. Let's stick with turnovers. Faz, I got a feeling we're going to be disagreeing with this one later. Here's my main point NFL teams that are plus four in turnovers in a given game, imagine four interceptions versus zero, no fumbles. Those teams covered the spread 22 straight times before the Bengals were plus four against Tampa Bay last game they played, and they couldn't cover the spread. So if you tell me, here's a situation that benefits the Bengals, the 22 straight NFL teams have won with, and the Bengals against the spread lose, that means the Bengals aren't near as good as some people think. I'm not naming any names. It starts with an F, though. And next we have the Tampa Bay Bucks, a three-point favorite hosting the Redskins. This is simple. Cluster injuries on the O-line for the Skins. You can't overcome them. There's names you probably don't know. Replacing one lineman? Yeah, you can do it. Put the tight end over there. You can compensate. Multiple linemen? You can't. Redskins right now, the fact this line is three is saying that Tampa's as good Equal, because home field's worth three, and Tampa's at home. That's telling you the market knows the skins 
are so decimated on the O-line. Next, we have the Patriots, six-and-a-half-point favorites at the Titans. Patriots have historically been awesome as a big road favorite. So let's define that as six points or more on the road. But the last three games they've been that, and that's what they are here, they've lost two of the three. In the prior 39 games, the Patriots were favored by six or more on the road. They lost two. So think about that a second. Two losses in this spot out of 39. Then, though, in the last three, they've lost two or three. Maybe a small sample size. Maybe a canary in a coal mine of a bigger problem. And that Titan offense is undervalued. Hey, I get it. Their stats year-to-date on offense look lousy, but that's all about Mariota, who was injured early in the year, missed a couple of games, and then had to play three games when he was completely limited with nerve damage. Next up, RJ, we have the Packers, 10-point favorites hosting the Dolphins. More history when it comes to spreads. So 30 years we go back. In the second half of the season, so we want there to be a lot of games when a team has a record of below 500, that's Green Bay, favored by nine points or more against a team with a record above 500, it's never happened. This is the first time ever that Green Bay, below 500, favored by nine points or more, and this is up to 10 over a team with a winning record. The only way this makes sense is if Green Bay is an all-time great Team below 500 second half of the year, or Miami is an all-time horrible, better than 500 second half of the year. I don't think either are the case, and I'm probably going to be talking about this game later during best bets. Next up, we have the Colts, three-point favorites hosting the Jaguars. This is all about, to me, the buy. And, Fez, you got some thoughts on when buys are valuable and when they're not. Yeah, a buy is really good for a team that's reeling on a losing streak. That's Jacksonville. It gives you two weeks to refocus and to get your game back on. But if you're on a winning streak like Indianapolis, it's a distraction. The players take a week vacation, so this buy favors the team on the losing streak at Jacksonville. And we got some numbers to back that up. Teams off a buy on a three-plus game losing streak. 56% against the spread. All teams off a bye that's on a winning streak, 51.5%. So a bye helps everybody. And the winning streak can be one game or more. doesn't matter. But Colts have just won last game. So their bye helps them a little. But historically, Jacksonville, who's on a three-plus game losing streak, actually four specifically, they're helped more, 56% against the spread in Jacksonville's spot. Next, we have the Bears, a seven-point favorite hosting the Lions. This is overreaction game of the week. So there's a concept called the look-ahead line. And this look-ahead line, Brad, if I remember, you brought this up earlier in the week, was three and a half? Yep, three and a half. All right, so what's the look-ahead line? A week ahead of time, you can bet the next week's games. So right now, we can bet not week 10, but week 11's game. Okay, what happens in the interim? Well, there's some games play. That's it. One game max by each team. How much do those games affect the spread? Well, the Bears, dominating performance. Though the yardage wasn't great in that game, Fez. Only 190 yards on offense, blowing out the Bills. All right, so they look great on the scoreboard, 
Not so great for Chicago yardage-wise. And the line's loose, right? So... Why are you looking at me funny, Brad? No, I'm not. <laughs> I thought there was some alternative, no, no, no. alternative universe. Maybe the Lions won. <laughs> so then it's like just because of that one game for each team, the line's up to six and a half. That's too much from three and a half to six and a half. Oh, by the way, last week the Lions were five-point underdogs. They lost, Brad. At Minnesota, now they're six and a half at Chicago. Minnesota. You're telling me somehow Minnesota – is inferior to Chicago, Fez? No, I mean Minnesota is a good two and a, two two and a half points better than the Bears. Overreaction on the Bears that means value on the Lions. Next, we have the Chiefs, a sixteen and a half point favorite hosting the Cardinals. Well, Brad, I you get all the love on this one. In fact, we'll give you a, a yeah. You know, this was the shocker to me of the season. He uncovered it. If you go back six seasons and find favorites of more than 11 points. Now, what's the old adage? Don't lay doubles in the NFL. I think I've said that about 5,000 times. Last six years, more than 11-point favorites, 68% against the spread. 50 winners, 24 losers, two pushes. Why? Why? I think it makes sense. How can you be a team so great that you're laying that many points? You've got to be a great passing team. In the modern NFL, last six seasons. Passing teams, what do they do? They pass. And they tend to make the game have more snaps. And they score more points. So old school thinking, the duct tape shoe sharps would say, well, they don't care about margin, which I think is true still. And they're going to run the ball when they get ahead. Does Kansas City tend to run the ball when they get ahead? No. I don't like the Chiefs here. But I'm not going to play the dog because of Brad Powers' amazing stat. By the way, Kansas City, also in Mexico City next week. Talk about a look ahead. Next up, we have the Chargers, a 10-point favorite at the Raiders. This is all about motivation. I believe cutting Bruce Irvin was the Raiders saying, Gruden saying, you quit on us, you're gone. So every other player's thinking, oh, maybe I won't play so hard. They know their jobs literally are on the line. Common assumption, Raiders have dumped, dumping the season. I don't think it's true. They might be a horrible team, but I think the Raiders are playing hard. And next we have the Rams, now a nine and a half point favorite hosting the Seahawks. Now we talked about we like Seattle earlier. Here's a great trend. Teams that are 8-0 or better, straight up, starting the season. Rams were. Then they lose, like they did against the Saints. Next game. Last 30 years, 16 times there's been this spot in that next game. Eight and eight straight up. So wait, you've won eight or more in a row? You lose a game? And then you're 500 the next game? That is let down mania right there. Another negative for the Rams. Yes, and Seattle has not gotten blown out. They got blown out only one time the past two years where they've lost by double digits. All right, so wow, shows you the intensity once and two. Fez, that was good. Holding that back. Last game, Brett. Yeah, last game, Sunday night football. The Eagles getting some steam here up to a seven and a half point favorite hosting the Cowboys. To me, the I like the Eagles here, but I think the key to this is the health of Carson Wentz. You look at the whole season, he's 13 touchdowns, two interceptions. But you look at the game stats, each game that passes, 
the play calling, more aggressive, advantage Philadelphia, and the play of Wentz, more aggressive. He's going downfield more. I think Wentz is playing better today than he has at any point in the season. That was the wisest, wise guy, wisdom on every NFL game. In just a minute, we will have the premiere of Colin Cowherd's pick number six. First, update from Dan Byers. Saints wide receiver Des Bryant not going to make his debut with the Saints this Sunday or maybe any other weekend. That's because the NFL Network was the first to report that the team fears Bryant ruptured his Achilles tendon in practice today. Seahawks running back Chris Carson, a game-time decision for that matchup against the Rams because of a hip injury. Rams dealing with more than preparation for the Seahawks. At least 45 members of their organization, that includes coaches and players, had to be evacuated from their homes because of the wildfires in Southern California. Rams actually canceled practice today because of the fires and will work out at USC tomorrow prior to their matchup against Seattle. Jaguars running back Leonard Fournette removed from the injury report as he returns from a sprained ankle. In the NBA, Steph Curry has a strained groin. He's considered day-to-day but won't play tomorrow against the Brooklyn Nets. Lakers point guard Lonzo Ball tweaked his ankle in practice today and could miss tomorrow's game against Sacramento. No Kyrie Irving for the Celtics tonight against Utah. He's out after attending a funeral service for his grandfather. Timberwolves guard Jimmy Butler expected to play tonight against the Kings in Sacramento. And news breaking from the Twin Cities. The Minneapolis Star Tribune says Twins catcher Joe Maurer is retiring after 15 seasons in the bigs. Back to you guys. Thank you. We are honored, really, every Friday, 6.30 Eastern, to have the world premiere of Colin Cowherd's pick number six, Colin having his very best season on his Blazing Five, and our podcast. He and I go over all five of his games Released on Saturday. You can get it on my Twitter Saturday morning at RJ in Vegas. And the wise guy's great. This has been a little tease. The most disagreements Colin has gotten this season. We'll see what happens. Now, though, let's listen. Pick number six. Let's go. go. Now. Now. Hey, that's great football now. It's Colin's. Bonus pick only for RJ Bell. Pick number six. Let's do my Baker Mayfield bonus pick of the week. I would take the Browns here, plus five and a half against the Falcons. And and, and it mostly comes down to, I don't think the Browns are as bad as they've looked. I think the weather is going to be 34 degrees. It's going to be wet and sloppy. It's a dome team Atlanta that really played as well as they can play last week. I'd have taken the Browns plus five and a half. My Baker bet, what do the wise guys think? Disagreement here. This is, and we've been talking about him, the duct tape on the shoe sharp game. They, the duct tape guy agrees with you, Colin. They're thinking value. Falcons are on the road. They're tired, uh, blah, blah, blah. Okay, here's the amazing stat, and this is just amazing. If you look at the Browns' turnover margin, we know turnovers are so key in the NFL. If you win the turnover battle in a game, you cover the spread 77% of the time. Nothing else matters in those cases. The Browns are plus 11 this season in turnovers. That's the best in the NFL. They have a 2-6-1 record. There's nine other teams this season that are plus four or better. So they're not as good as the Browns, but they're plus four in turnovers or better. Nine teams. Their combined record when they're not playing each other, 50 wins, 13 losses. So for every other team in the league, if they get a turnover advantage over the course of the season so far, 50 and 13, the Browns with the biggest turnover advantage, 
two, six, and one. That's a sign this team is a lot worse than we think because yeah. they've benefited from turnovers, the Browns, and they still can't win. Good stuff. R.J. Bell, first ever National Network radio show covering sports betting, 6 to 7 Eastern on Fox Sports Radio, pregame.com, at R.J. in Vegas. So I got 3-2 agreement. I, I will say this. Um, I think secretly you like the Patriots this week, even though you gave me a disagreement. <laughs> I, you know how you always say that I, when I talk too much, it's a losing bet? Yes. You, when you hedge like you hedged, you don't really believe it. Well, here's the thing, Colin. I don't think you're right, but I'll tell you why I do that. Because we've got, listen, you're one of the most popular radio guys in the right. world. We got hundreds of thousands of people listening. They'll say, RJ, RJ, I saw over here that this guy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so whenever it's not obvious, I've got a caveat. <laughs> All right, buddy. Good talking to you. Thank you. That's RJ Bell. You notice how Colin, I said he's one of the most popular. He goes, yep, yep, yep. yep. He, he, was, <laughs> he, he wasn't afraid to just embrace yeah. it. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Now, Brad Powers, all the college knowledge. We're straight out of Vegas. It's college time. Let's look at the biggest games. BC Clemson, we've talked about this a bunch. AP has Boston College way overrated. You and Vegas don't think they're near as good as their AP ranking of... 17. Uh, you think not even close. Yeah, don't even have BC in the top 25. Got him number 26. But... Even though Vegas has been pretty down on Boston College, Boston College has really done well against the spread. Yeah, so check this out. Last 19 games for Boston College going back to last season, Boston College is 16-3 and against the spread. So on one hand, AP says this team's great. Vegas saying not so great. BC saying we might be better than you think, Vegas. Now, this line doesn't <laughs> no respect. Number 17 team, Boston College at home. And the line was 20 points Clemson favored. You leaned, BC, Brad. But something's happened in the last day or so. It's now a like. Yeah, and what we get here as we get closer to kickoff time, we get a more defined weather forecast. And the weather is saying going to be significant winds on Saturday night in Boston, 15 miles an hour plus. And to me, that affects Clemson who relies much more on the passing game than Boston College. So what have we seen with the line? We've seen the total come down now five full points on the game. That says, hey, lower scoring. To me, that means it's tougher to get margin in a lower scoring game. But yet the side, the spread of the game has only come down about a half a point. To me, still some value on BC. I've gone from a lean to a like on Boston College. Now that is awesome. Think about this. They're saying five less points. But somehow we're acting like that's going to be equal, even though Clemson's supposed to score so many more points. Line's 20. And the fact that Clemson throws more and the wind affects throwing more than anything, it's like the squares are not caring about the wind. They're not betting the total. The Sharps are betting the total. The Sharps are telling you this is not a good spot for Clemson by betting that total down. But, hey, Freddie Fanny Pack, he's still saying, give me Clemson. So now Boston College, you've bet it. Yep, bet it. Boston College plus 19 and a half. Sure looks like a great correlated parlay to me to bet BC plus 19 and a half parlayed to the under 55. We're counting on that win to slow down Clemson. Let's go ahead and parlay the dog to the under. Now that's interesting. Correlated parlay is driven by the idea. If one thing happens 
The second thing is more likely. So your theory, Fez, is if Boston College covers the 19.5 against Clemson, odds are it's a lower-scoring game. Not all the time, but more than 50%. Absolutely. When we come back, all week has been a lead-up to best bets from Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik, and R.J. Bell. Back in a minute. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas, and it all comes down to this. The entire week, we've been talking football, and a lot of good info we've given, but this is the best. This is what you're going to be graded on the most. Now, don't be intimidated, Fez, because I just won my big Thursday night pick and my Monday night pick on Tennessee. No big deal. Best bet, Steve Fezzik. Well, I just won my prop bet last night as well, RJ. I'm confident. Quit quit your bragging. All right, let's go to the jungle. In Cincinnati, (laughs) I'm on the Bengals, plus five and a half, hosting the Saints. This could be one of the best scheduling spots of the year. The Bengals are off a bye. They've only had to go on the road once since September 30th. Let's contrast that to what's going on with their opponent, the Saints. At Baltimore, tough game. They win. At Vikings, tough game. They get outstatted, but they win. Then they beat the undefeated Rams, and now they go to play the Bengals with the Eagles on deck. Enormous edge in scheduling. I'm back in the Bengals. Now remember, that's Steve Fezzik. At any time, any bet that a pro makes, we can press the green button. What's that? It's green. It's big. It has a dollar sign on it, and it makes this noise. When you press it, it means we're batting. Well, Fez, I'm batting you, baby. Hundred bucks. We recap every Monday. Auto bet. Fez tips hundreds, but he hates losing, and I love winning. You, how many points? One question. How many points do you think the situation is the advantage for Cincinnati? Two the, points. Two. I agree. That's fair. That's not the only thing in this game. Are you really telling me the Bengals aren't way overrated by the market? Enough to make it where it compensates for those two points of situational disadvantage for the Saints. They were plus four in turnovers and couldn't cover against Tampa Bay. How many coin flips has Cincy won? They've won three. So what would this line be if Cincy were 0-3 instead of 3-0 in those games? Probably would have been seven. Oh, you want you want to buy out? I mean, out 50 bucks, I'll let you buy out. No, I'm not <laughs> buying out, RJ, because the Saints are on a 6-0 straight up and against the spread run. And oh, earlier in the like show... Hor- that sounds like a horrible thing. Oh, <laughs> earlier in the show, you talked about a premium team on a long winning streak against the spread and how the market starts charging It for that. typically does, but in this case, all guys like you are looking at the situation and it's trumping that the Saints have been winning so much. Oh, by the way, you were talking about your prop last night. How did you do on it? I played Big Ben over two touchdown passes, and he threw five, RJ. We won. That's your new theme when you brag. So how are you, how are you doing on the season in NFL? 61% against the spread. <laughs> <laughs> how many Hilton Super Contests have you won? I've won two of them. <laughs> Hopefully three after you bring it home in the Super Contest gold oh, this year. That's a good point, actually. By the way, you can follow Fez on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports, F-E-Z-Z-I-K, 
at Fezzik Sports, all kind of good stuff, a lot of free stuff. The We are 65% now in the gold, the biggest handicapping contest in the world, 5,000 to enter, me, you, one other fellow, and we have had zero losing weeks. Nine weeks, zero losers, 65%. Five picks a week. I'll be tweeting those out at RJ in Vegas on Sunday, all five of our exact picks trying to take home 700K. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Brad Powers, all the college knowledge, your best bet. Yeah, we're going to go to the Big Ten. We're going to take the Ohio State Buckeyes minus three and a half over Michigan State. And to me, it's finally here. The time has finally come where we can buy Ohio State low. Why? Last five games for Ohio State, five straight non-covers for the Buckeyes. There's this thing in Vegas called Game of the Years, the big games of the season. After every week, you can bet a lot of these games in future weeks. Just a few weeks ago, Ohio State was nearly a double-digit favorite in this spot. Overreaction, in my opinion, for how bad Ohio State's done here recently. Give me the Buckeyes with still plenty to play for, minus 3.5 over Michigan State. R.J. Bell has the green button. Another disagree. Wow, we've never had this before. No. Recap on Monday. Here's the problem. Urban Meyer, I don't know if it's his functioning intellectually with the head issue. Maybe it's energy. Maybe it's distraction, family. But this team does not look, let's be candid. Yep. This team doesn't look like the Ohio State teams of old. It doesn't. And usually a good spot to back Urban Meyer traditionally. Extra time to prep off a bye or in bowl games or season openers. In his career, Urban Meyer, 74% against the spread. Ohio State was in that spot last week against Nebraska. Didn't even come close to covering the spread. That's Brad Powers. Follow him on Twitter, Brad Powers 7 the number 7. My best bet, I don't think the boys are going to be pressing any buttons. Let's just say that. Dolphins, plus 10. I get it. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to make a statement. No, he isn't. Colin had a great point today. It was brilliant. Aaron Rodgers is on pace to have the most throwaways in the history of the NFL. Why would he just throw the ball away? He's so mobile. He has such a great arm. It's him sending a message to the play college. Oh, another play of yours didn't work? I'm not going to take a hit. I'm not going to get a concussion. I'm going to throw it away. There's turmoil in this Green Bay team. They might win, but we are getting 10 points with the Dolphins. R.J. Bell, best bet, Dolphins plus 10. Guys, what a week. Jonas back on Monday. We're all back on Monday. We gave you the odds here on Straight Out of Vegas. Up next, it's the odd couple. You get that, Fez? Clever. We'll be back. Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. 
Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.